talking sports. Let's do it. Sports Central on the air. Talk Radio 96.7 and Sports Central brought to you by Office Furniture Depot. Your host this afternoon, Neil Duncan. Hey everybody, welcome to Sports Central on a beautiful Thursday afternoon. This is why we live here. This is why we live here. Some people are saying it's too cold. I disagree. So thank you, Eric, Rebecca, Messina, joining me once again here on Sports Central. And uh, Becky, you've made it a month. Yeah. You're still still here. Yeah. We're, th- we're thrilled by that. <laughs> we're, we are. Now you're doing a good job. I am going to call you out, though, because when we got here, you complained about the weather. So No, 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 no. I said, it's windy. That was a complaint. No, it was an observation. No, it was a complaint. <laughs> Eric, is that a complaint or an observation? That I said it was windy outside. You said, why is it so windy? You said that's what you said. <sighs> Fine. Whatever. Coming up on Sports Central, we're going to uh, talk to Bing Tyus, Polk County Hall of Famer, uh, former athletic director, and um, a baseball coach at Polk State College. Uh, he runs a number of events here in Polk County, so he'll be talking about an event coming up here shortly. And uh, we're also going to catch up with, potentially catch up with, uh, well, you know what? What is called a mystery guest right now? Uh, we potentially have another guest call, calling in in our third segment. We'll see if that actually pans out. If he doesn't call, I'm going to be so upset. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, what, <laughs> not, no, I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> Let's just get right to it. So uh, congratulations to Lake Gibson High School. They won their third straight duels championship. I think that's like five out of the last six. Um, Danny Walker had a uh, head wrestling coach over there, inducted into the Polk County Sports Hall of Fame last year. Uh, he's still doing it, still getting it done. Yeah, I did learn about him Nodding today. your head on radio Sorry, does not I do forgot. anything. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I learned about him today when I was going through the Hall of Famers. Yeah, so going through that process right now, I uh, had the first committee meeting. There's a committee of Hall of Famers and business leaders and community leaders, all those things. Uh, they get together, and uh, there's really multiple components to it. There's the Circle of Champions, which honors uh, any FHSAA state championship, whether team or individual, or um, NCAA, NIA, you know, collegiate championships that are uh, that are won. And then there's the uh, ledger coaches and athletes. We just saw on the ledger the fall athletes were just and coaches were just announced, and so we're about halfway through the the winter sports, and then those will be announced, and then the spring, and then of course there's the all sports awards. Um, did want to mention uh, this is not kind of a lifetime achievement award, the all sports awards, and what I mean by that is it's not what a student athlete in Polk County has done over their career. It's what they've done from the previous all sports awards. So from June last year through May of this year. So it's a time window. What have they done in that time window? So it's not really a, um, you know, two, three, four year achievement award. It's, it's, uh, for that calendar year between the two events. And of course, then the hall of fame. So you were talking about uh, looking up the hall of famers because a, a new class will be selected very soon. Uh, so you got to look at all, was it 20 plus? I don't remember what year we're on. 23, 24. Um, I got, through 2022 so yeah i think the first year was 20 or uh 2000 2000 yeah i was born well we missed we missed (laughs) one class because remember the class in 2020 was not inducted until 21 for 2002 and there's no class for 20 well 
what you just said. It like skipped Either the way, there's more than 100 uh, yeah. that have been inducted into the Polk County Sports Hall of Fame. So that event coming up on June 13th, and we're excited about that. A couple of high school updates if you want to get into that, and maybe some of these teams we'll see at the All Sports Awards. Yeah, so for Lakeland, their girls' soccer uh, closed their regular season out with a win against Davenport, and they ended their season with a 11-4-1 record. Um, Auburndale girls' soccer had a record match against Mulberry, 14-0. and Peyton Batilla scored five of the 14 goals, and for Bartow, their boys' basketball won their game against Lake Gibson, 81-54. Yeah, and uh, quickly a local college update. Yep, so Southeastern Wrestling finished third at the Missouri Valley Invitational, um, and they are going to be hosting Bluefield for a dual match tomorrow at 7. Uh, Weber International men and women's indoor track and field season is kicking off with the Jimmy Carnes Invitational. Um, that was last Friday. They are going to return to Gainesville tomorrow. Um, at the Alucha County University Invite, and their men's basketball team won their game on the road against Ave Maria. They really, Ave Maria really just keeps getting brought up every week. Um, I, I, I'm hoping at some point you'll <laughs> sing the song, but go ahead. Um, you're going to keep hoping for a very long time. All right. Um, Warner University women's track and field finished the Rad Collegiate in, Invitational with all top 10 finishers in two events, and they're going to Gainesville to also compete in the Alucha County College Open. What are you calling that? I don't know. I'm just taking a guess. Is it a Lachua? I don't know. I'm taking a guess. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, men's basketball for Polk State earned a really good win against St. Petersburg College last Saturday, 73-59, and they are going against Daytona State College this Saturday at 2. Florida Southern men's basketball won their game against Florida Tech with an 80-74 win, and they're taking on Nova Southeastern this Saturday. And men's lacrosse season just kicked off, my favorite time of the year. Um and Florida Southern went to Jacksonville, and they played against Lynchburg and won. And then they played against a D1 team, um, Jacksonville University, and they did lose that game. But I have high hopes for them this season. They played really good last season. I'm so. sure they will sleep better tonight knowing you have high hopes for them. They should because they're all friends with me. <laughs> you know, when we get when we get to this time of year, obviously the calendar rolls over and we start feeling these temperatures – um, it gets very exciting. I have another date coming up that's very exciting. That is February 15th. Do you know what happens on February 15th? The day after Valentine's Day. It's and not it's, where I'm going with it's this. It's my little's birthday. What does little mean? Like my little from my sorority. She's okay. my little sister. 99% of the listeners right now don't know what that <laughs> meant. So now they do. So we're educating you here on Sports Central. No, Wednesday, February 15th, after you take care of your significant other and with nice gifts and a dinner and all that on the 14th, just know over at Tiger Town, pitchers and catchers report to Star Spring Training. That's you're, you're more, stuck. You're stuck on Valentine's more, Day. Aren't yeah, you? that's more fun than Valentine's Day. I don't really like Valentine's Day. So all right, well there you go. First full uh, squad, first workout. Full squad, first workout will be on the twentieth, and then on the twenty second, the Tiger Barbecue returns. Um, you can go to visitcentralflorida.org, uh, go to events, Tiger Barbecue. Click on there. It'll send you right to the page that you can buy your tickets. Uh, I believe they're forty dollars. Uh, all the foods you can eat, uh, the drinks, all that. That's the 22nd of February there at Publix Field at Joko Martin Stadium. And then that first spring training game. I'm very excited for the barbecue. Oh, very good. Very excited for the game against the Phillies on the 25th? 
Um, I'd rather watch the Yankees, but, you know. Don't say that around Ron Myers. <laughs> I meant like them play the Yankees. You're, you're in Polk County. <laughs> this is the home of the no, Tigers. No, I want to watch the Detroit Tigers play the New York Yankees. Is that better? Well, That's what I meant. Okay, so what are you wearing to that game? Are you wearing Tigers or are you wearing Yankees? Polk County Tourism Sports Central merch. <laughs> there you go. That is very smart. Well, with that uh, complete lie, we'll go ahead and go to break. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk to Bing Tice about his upcoming Junior College Early Bird Special. Stick around. You're listening to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Talk Radio 96.7. Yeah, we're cooking this afternoon. Sports Central is on your radio. Sports Central brought to you by the Hampton Inn Lakeside. Back to more sports talk with Becky and Neil. Thank you, Eric, and welcome back to Sports Central on this beautiful, just beautiful weather. This is why we live here. Stop saying that. You literally complained. (laughs) I did not complain. I said, why is it so windy? Okay. Well, by the way, I like the music today, Eric. Music's good today. At least you can do something right, Eric. (laughs) Apparently I can't. Well, we'll just turn off her mic and get right into our interview. Uh, we want to welcome a Polk County and state of Florida, and really national uh, legend with all that he's done, uh, Bing Tyus, uh, Polk County Hall of Famer, and about 18 other Hall of Fames. Bing, welcome to Sports Central. Oh, thanks a lot, Neil. I don't know if I can handle all those accolades, man. Well, you'll have to because I said them, so it's, that's, uh, you know, the ball's in your court. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, right. you know, we... we we obviously have talked about the great success of sports in, in Polk County. And, of course, uh, uh, not only has Polk County and the Board of County Commissioners and then the municipalities around uh, Polk County done a great job in um, developing the supply side of these facilities because you have to have great uh, facilities to put on tournaments like you put on here in Polk County. Uh, just talk about that commitment in Polk County and what that means for your events. Oh, Neil, you know, I was, as you were saying that, I was thinking about the committee, the uh, sports marketing committee, uh, and all the contributors who have contributed to these great facilities and, and this wonderful Polk County sports marketing group. Um, we do things that other people just dream of. And I love living in Polk County and working with all these people because of that. But that's what it takes everybody pulling together and we do that pretty well absolutely so you've got a number of events that you bring to polk county that you don't have to um you know you choose to bring these events here and choose to create that that economic impact uh with those long-standing relationships uh talk about the difference between here and, and putting events on elsewhere well you know when i first started doing events i did them everywhere and uh, so I know the difference. Doing them here is unbelievably different because, like I said, everybody works together. All the way to the grounds crew, everybody just pulls together, and it, and it makes it wonderful. Um, the facilities now are second to none. The, the people who work on the fields are second to none. Um, and, and it's just, uh, it is a great thing to be a part of it. Well, as someone who's been a coach and been an athletic director at Polk State and and now is on the, you know, the event operator side of things, um, you've, you've seen all that, like you just said, but, uh, how have you seen 
baseball grow? I mean, what you do with the World Amateur Baseball Association, talk about how you've seen the game change and the analytics and, and the measurements and and bigger, stronger, faster. How have you seen the game change and, and why are events that you're putting on so important for the continuity of the sport and the growth of the sport? Well, Neil, it really has changed a lot, uh, especially in the magnitude of events that are put on. Um, and, and most all of them are good events. Um, but yeah, baseball especially has grown exponentially. Um, it's, uh, most, uh, most people nowadays are looking to further their career in baseball. So a lot of events highlight the players, uh, with showcases and, um, and you, you mentioned the analytics. It's unbelievable. You know, you used to sit and talk about five tools, and now you're talking about launch angle and spin rate and some things I don't even understand. <laughs> uh, but it is incredible how it's changed. Well, talk to us about WABA. What is WABA, World Amateur Baseball Association? But what is it? And then you got an event coming up soon, the JUCO Early Bird event. Uh, what is that, and, and how does that give youngsters the opportunity to further their uh, potential career in baseball? Well, Neil, some, I guess, 30 years ago, a group of coaches, including myself, started a group called Polk County Diamond Club. And we, we did that to promote our players. Um, it has grown and uh, morphed into World Amateur Baseball Association. We put on about uh, 17 events now. During the year, we, uh, we bring in a lot of teams, probably 400-plus 400 teams annually. Um, and we bring in some excellent events. Um, like I was saying, the cooperation, we do an event at, at Tigertown in Lakeland that is second to none. I really, I, I'm prejudiced, but I believe it is the best event in Florida. Um, and the one we're doing this weekend is one of the best events in Florida. Um, this weekend, we're bringing in 12 of the top junior college teams in the state. We have 12 high school showcase teams with it, and uh, we will have probably 150 or 200 college coaches in attendance to promote these players. Well, that's Excuse me, that's unbelievable. And uh, I think another component that we try to talk about all the time, but, you know, you have to say it. Obviously, these events don't just show up. They have to be recruited. Relationships have to be developed. Uh, and then you talked about the facilities. You talked about, uh, you know, the men and women dragging the fields and lining the fields and, you know, municipalities and Polk County, Parks and Rec, uh, Recreation and all those people go into it's one thing to recruit an event but you also have to retain that event and quality events and quality facilities is the big part of that correct absolutely is and like i told you you know somebody sees a great event they come in and uh, participate in that event and they say wow that's really great i can do that and a lot of people think they can so the competition 
is enormous. And that's one of the reasons we're so successful here because we have Polk County Sports Marketing working with us to retain these events. Well, we, we appreciate you. We appreciate the number of events you uh, bring in, and uh, uh, we certainly appreciate our, our uh, bosses with the uh, Board of County Commissioners and uh, uh, the fourth floor, the County Manager's Office, and uh, uh, Mr. Ryan Taylor, <laughs> Deputy County Manager. He's, uh, he's pretty special to us, too. And he's a, you know what, Bing, he's, a, he's an active listener, listener of this program, so uh, maybe he heard me say that. I'll get some brownie points. <laughs> ah, shout out that's right that's right bing thank you so much we really appreciate you we appreciate your time um and as always uh anytime you want to come on sports central you are welcome sir well hats off to you guys i appreciate all you do um it's a wonderful organization thank you all right, go to Waba, W-A-B-A, FloridaBaseball.com if you want more information about the World Amateur Baseball Association. Thank you so much, Bing. We are going to go ahead and head to break. When we come back, potentially we have someone calling in to rival Becky and her NFL picks. Might be a former host of this very show. Stick around. Let's see if it happens on Talk Radio 96.7. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central brought to you by Home 2 by Hilton. Your host is Neil Duncan. Hey everybody, welcome back to Sports Central. Beautiful Thursday. Yes, I'm going to say it every segment and you're going to be okay with it. <laughs> Beautiful Thursday evening here in sunny Central Florida. Neil Duncan, Becky Messina. I'm very excited about this segment. It has just taken the world by storm. Becky's NFL picks. I'm so good. I, we too. get so many Facebook and Twitter, and it's just social media is going crazy. So we thought we will get somebody else that's really good at picking these games on. And so we're going to have a former host of Sports Central. He's calling in right now, uh, Mr. Zach Burek of the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> oh, wait, we couldn't get Zach? No. Oh, who'd we? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's Ryan. Buckley of uh, Orlando City. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Thank you for that warm introduction. <laughs> I'm just kidding, listeners of Sports Central. It was Buckley all along. I just thought I would, you know. How you doing, man? Where'd he go? Did we lose him? Oh, no. I'm here. Can you oh, hear me? Yeah. Oh, now, hey. now we are. How you doing? Oh, jeez. Who's that, Eric? Are you cutting out my feed? Uh, no, it's all a lie. <laughs> He thought it was going to be Zach as well. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, so I understand. No, I'm happy to be on the program. Thank you for having me. Well, how's things going on going over there in Orlando for you? Uh, everything's going great. We're excited. Season starts uh, in less than a month is our home opener. So a lot of a lot of work being done there on the soccer side. I know you have the Florida Tropics right there in Polk County. Yep. Um, so no shortage of uh, soccer options nearby. Absolutely, of course. Uh, being yeah, we're getting geared up for the season. Yeah, being the home of the Florida Youth Soccer Association there at Lake Myrtle Sports Park, so you're absolutely right. Well, Ryan, after you left us, and no, no hard feelings, maybe a little, but um, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Becky has taken over these NFL picks, and and people are just impressed with her ability to pick this. I did tell her that I equated to uh, someone that knows nothing about NCAA basketball picking a perfect bracket or a really good bracket because they don't overthink it. So now she's only got to pick between two games. 
first we'll start with the Bengals versus the Chiefs. Who are you going with, Becky? Bengals. Over the Chiefs again for the second straight year. Joe Burrow's cute. That Okay, so <laughs> she has done this the last number of weeks, Buckley. She picks the Bengals not because they're a good team, uh, not because that defense can be nasty or the offense can move the ball, because Joe Burrow is cute. Who do you take in this game, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, I'll give you a little bit different of an analysis standpoint outside of the uh, the looks of the players. If you take a look at uh, Kansas City, coming into the game with Patrick Mahomes not at 100%, yeah. they say his mobility looks better. However, you look at the Dallas game, Tony Pollard leaving with an ankle sprain. He left that game in crutches. Uh, Mahomes coming in with a similar injury, not quite to that extent. You question the mobility he's going to have. You look on the other side of the ball with the Bengals, everyone talks about Joe Burrow. The other Joe, Joe Mixon in the backfield, really starting to get the run game established. And I think as you look at that core group of wide receivers led by Jamar Chase, I think Kansas City's going to have a tough time. The Bengals are just rolling right now, a really good defensive front. I also don't disagree with Becky very often. On this one, I'm not going to. I also like the Bengals in this one. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 0-3 against Joe Burrow. So this would make him 0-4 against Joe Burrow. He does not have that record against any other quarterback in his professional career. Do you agree that Joe Burrow is cute? You know what? Don't answer that. We'll move on. <laughs> no, wait. I don't know the answer. <laughs> well, you can find out offline. Uh, Kansas City is a one-point favorite at home in that game, 35 degrees at kickoff. All right. Becky, San Francisco 49ers travel to Philadelphia to play that green and white team. So Buckley just said that we very rarely disagree. This is going to be one of those times where we're going to You disagree. take the Niners? I'm going to take the Niners. Wow. <laughs> Eric, you may want to cut Buckley's uh, connection because I don't know if his <laughs> yeah. response is going to be good. Buckley, there's yeah. no way you aren't picking your favorite team. Listen, I was up at the game last week. I went up to Philadelphia. I was in the crowd, uh, Eagles Giants. That atmosphere, Brock Purdy has not played in an environment like that. And I guarantee you at Iowa State, he did not play in an environment like that. Um, I'll start with the 49ers. Uh, it's an intriguing matchup. It's the better matchup of the two games, in my opinion, not because the Eagles are in it, because it's the two best offensive and defensive lines going at it on both sides of the ball. You look at the 49ers and what they do well. They spread the field very well. They got Debo Samuel that can come out of the backfield. Christian McCaffrey, who, by the way, did not practice today, so he is dealing with an injury. They still have him. George Kittle, who right now I think is actually a better tight end than Travis Kelsey in terms of overall utility, that's going to be a very difficult offense to deal with. Their defense speaks for itself. Really the best defense in the NFL in terms of scoring and yards allowed. However, on the other side of the ball, um, you're looking at a team that has a very good defense as well. They led the league in sacks. The next closest team had 15 less sacks on the year. That front is very, very difficult to guard against. I don't think Brock Purdy has seen the defense like that yet all year, particularly in the playoffs. He definitely has not. And then when you look at where Dallas had success with them, Dallas was able to stop the run. Philadelphia last week ran the ball more than the Giants had total yards. So I think the combination of Philadelphia being able to establish the run game, Jalen Hurts is the ultimate weapon right now in the NFL. The RPO that they run. San Francisco, as great a defense they have, 20th in the league in passing. I think that A.J. Brown's going to have a bounce-back game. I don't know how you don't pick the Eagles in this game just based off of the where the game is being played and the run-pass option that the Eagles have. San Francisco, I think, is going to, have, going to struggle a little bit more offensively, and they really didn't play that well against Dallas. So I'm going to take the Eagles in this one. 
Yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles as well, but I am going to take Kansas City at home. Um, but I, I do agree. It just all depends on Patrick Mahomes and what he is able to do inside the pocket and then getting outside the pocket. Uh, but I will say this. Um, Brock Purdy, I've heard some some questions like, oh, you know, he came in and, and is replacing an injured quarterback and he might lead his team to the Super Bowl. And, you know, if they win that, uh, do we have the second coming of Tom Brady? Slow down, people. Just slow down. Oh, I yeah. mean, even well, if look. he even if he does that, you have to win seven more for that to even be a valid statement. Stop but comparing to, the to two. Me, to me, and I think I've you know I agree with you. I've seen this story a lot. I actually think most people are missing the mark on this one. The bigger story is that Kyle Shanahan should be the coach of the year. He's dealt Absolutely. with three different quarterbacks, yep. and there's never been a letdown. The Miko Ryan's is the defensive coach of the year, in my opinion, as well. Should be a head coach next year. If you look at that team, you go from Jimmy Garoppolo, you have Trey Lance at one point. They both go down. They're not really useful at any point in the season due to their injuries. You bring in Mr. Irrelevant, who really hadn't really had time to work with the first team all year, and he can't lose the game. So I don't know if that's so much Brock Purdy as it is the system that they're in. Um, and I think that's set up by Kyle Shanahan, an excellent coach. And um, listen, that's going to be a great – that's going to be the game to watch. That's going to be a really exciting, fun chess match. And, um, but I agree with you. I, I don't think he's the next Tom Brady. Um, I think it's his first year, and he's in a very good system. Good coaches, good leaders take a situation that's not ideal, say you lose your starting quarterback or your host of Sports Central, you go out and find new talent, such as Brock Purdy or uh, Rebecca Messina, you switch <laughs> it out, you replace the Ryan Buckleys, and you move on. Is that what you're saying, sir? Absolutely. Listen, you get rid of the old people. You get rid of the people who are kind of their really don't want to fork up that money in free agency let them go let them burn out bring in some new young people that are coachable like a becky it's going to pay off in the long run all i'm saying i see is what you did I, there by the way i have not got i've only gotten one of my picks wrong so far and that was only because I rooted for the Giants because I'm from New York, but I knew that the Eagles were going to win. As but you I can see, the success is already going to her head. Uh, the humility, uh, being humble, it, it's kind of going away. I've never been humble. I don't know where you got that impression well, from. Well, you were you in know, your, one other your thing interview, too, but that's I know, going I know away. You're, I know you're probably short on time. One other thing to watch in that Eagles-Niners matchup is if that starting defensive end, uh, Omenehu, is actually going to be able to play. He's arrested earlier this week. That's actually a very key player on their front four. So it's going to be interesting to see if he's not in there. That's a big element that gets taken out alongside Bosa. Um, so just another thing to watch, a little wrinkle there to see if he's able to play. Well, we'll see how your picks go, Becky's picks, and uh, next week we'll, by the by uh, the end of Championship Sunday, we'll know who's going to be in the Super Bowl there in Arizona. Ryan Buckley, thank you so much for calling in, my friend. Be careful uh, wherever you're driving to because I think you're driving somewhere. Um, be safe. Absolutely. Thank you both for having me. I miss you both. I look forward to seeing you soon. Oh, All we right. miss you too, Buckley. All right, with that, uh, Eric is giving me the hook, saying we need to go to our final break. When we come back, we're going to talk all things Local events right here in Central Florida's Polk County. You listen to Sports Central on Talk 96.7. Cleveland Heights Golf Course brings you fourth and final segment of Sports Central. Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Here's Becky and Neil. Thank you so much, Eric. You know what tomorrow is? Pig Fest. Stop looking at my paper. You, or you said it out loud oh, five minutes ago. So tomorrow and Saturday, <laughs> yeah, Pickfest is coming up. Tomorrow is Friday, Neil. 
Tomorrow and Saturday. That's right. So Friday and Saturday. Okay. What'd I say? You said tomorrow, Saturday. Tomorrow and Saturday. Oh. I I talk really fast, (laughs) and so half the time people don't hear what I say. It's fine. Tomorrow, the 27th, and Saturday, the 28th. (laughs) See, Eric, I don't have a good radio voice like you do. I sound like Kermit the Frog. Let's be honest. Hi, ho, Kermit the Frog here. Well, you sound better than I do. Even in his imitation, he sounds better than my voice. Say something? No. Who, me? No, 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 no. Neil. Because he does sound like Kermit the Frog. I know. Legoland, their Pirate Fest weekends. Uh, that starts this weekend, so you definitely want to check that out. Great, great event. Of course, you can always go down to Westgate River Ranch, their Saturday night rodeo. That's not tomorrow, because tomorrow's Friday. It's the following day on Saturday. Catterday Kitten Cuddle and Adoption Event. That is on the 28th, so that's Saturday at Central Florida's Welcome Center, 101 Adventure Court in Davenport from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, you can go. I think it's like a $5 donation. Get some time with the cat. Um, and then later, I think it's after noon or something like that, you can actually start adopting the pets. Mm-hmm. So raises money, and you can bring home a new family member. Yeah, I unfortunately can't. We had this conversation. I'm allergic to cats, but I will, I will just for enjoy clarity. The event I was telling the listeners about the event. I know. I wasn't just, trying to get you to go up there I and know, adopt the I'm cat. I'm just saying I would love to be there, but okay, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> then on February 11th, it'll be the Central Florida's Welcome Center celebrate spring training with their spring training day leadoff. Uh, all kinds of prizes and giveaways, attraction ticket specials. Again, that's at 101 Adventure Court in Davenport. Well worth the drive up there. Plus, the Water Ski and Wakeboard Hall of Fame is there at the Visitor, uh, or excuse me, the Welcome Center. Uh, a great, great place to go to. Taste of Winter Haven will be on February 16th. Uh, you can go to that. I can go to that. Are you going to go to that? Um, you know what? I'm kind of thinking about it. $35 is the cost. I believe you have to be 21. Yeah, you have to be 21 because drinks are yeah. included in that. Uh, February 16th at Venue 650. So we're talking about it all year long, like we talked about water ski last year, this year, culinary things. Uh, the um, the brew pass is now active. You go to visitcentralflorida.org, click on that brew pass. If you go to one place, I think you get a koozie. If you go to two, like you're... I love koozies. You collect your prizes at the the, the Welcome Center, uh, but you want to go to all these different places because Polk County on the food side, on the drink side, really evolving as a destination, and uh, these are some cool places. So all this information is available to you at visitcentralflorida.org. Got some other events coming up. Yeah, so we already talked about the Tiger Barbecue on the 22nd. It's $40, public, uh, Publix Field at Joker, Joker Merchant Stadium. Uh, the Detroit Tigers spring training um, is happening. Then there's Florida Youth Soccer Association on February 4th to the 5th. Um, I don't really know much about that event. You probably know more. Yeah, well, there's a number. Uh, uh, Joel Dragon, the executive director of Florida Youth Soccer, was at a meeting recently, and he said something. This is the number. Or this is the information you want to take away. They are at Lake Myrtle or in Polk County 10 of the next 14 weekends with events. So unbelievable amount of youth soccer. Uh, Youth soccer, the epicenter of it is at Lake Myrtle Sports Park in Auburndale. Got time for maybe one or two more events, Becky. Yep. So we have the Wabajuko Early Bird that we talked about earlier, which is happening 
starts tomorrow, goes through the 29th. Um, NSA Chillin' on the Field uh, starts on Saturday through the 29th, and that is softball, I believe. Yeah. So we are going to be up against the end of our time here because when you hear the music, that means uh, wrap it up uh, for <laughs> Becky Messina, for uh, Eric Clark, I'm Neil Duncan. We appreciate you tuning in. And as always, as I just mentioned, go to visitcentralflorida.org for a full listing of events or give us a call at 863-551-4750. Until next Thursday, for Eric, for Becky, I'm Neil. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week right here on Talk 96.7.